Welcome to another episode of Beat Me in the Quad, a UVic student life podcast. My name is Nicole, and I will be your host for this episode. In this episode, we are chatting with another UVic first year student, Bella. Bella came to UVic all the way from the east coast of the United States. She spent her first couple of weeks here in Victoria in quarantine with her family before moving into residence. So she shares with us in this episode what that quarantine experience looked like for her, what living in residence has been like, some of her study tips and study habits, um, how university has been different than high school, um, how she's found Canadian university to be different from some of the experiences her friends are having at U.S. schools. Um, And she shares a host of other things with us about her experience in her first few months here at UVic. I'm super excited about this conversation uh, and hope you all enjoy it as much as I did. Before I share my conversation with Bella with all of you, I do want to acknowledge that while recording this episode, I was located on the traditional territory of the Lekwungen peoples, the same traditional territory upon which Uvic stands. I also want to acknowledge the Songhees, Esquimalt, and Wasanich peoples whose historical relationships with this land continue to this day. I am so grateful every day to have the opportunity to live, learn, work, and play here. So, without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Bella. Bella, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having me. Um, So I'm Isabella. I usually go by Bella. Um, I am technically an international student uh, from the United States. I moved here in August um, for quarantine Mm -hmm. and I am going trying to transfer into the kinesiology program this coming year or next year. What are you currently studying? Right now um, I'm doing the kind of prereqs to transfer in for next year so I'm doing um, anatomy and biology and physics and math kind of dense course load um so I'm just I'm just trying to cover the stuff so I can transfer for next year okay um so you said you're an international student and you told me before that you're from the east coast of the states why did you choose to come all the way up to the west coast of Canada to come to UVic for school um, so as I kind of slipped it a little, so I'm technically an international student. I'm also a Canadian citizen. So it's kind of a little combo there. Um, so my mom was actually born in the um, British Columbia. Okay. I'm now forgetting the exact area, but <laughs> you know, maybe I'll remember it. So she was born here and most of my um, relatives are actually in Canada, my mom's side. So that's why I decided to move. And plus I like the university, um, but I also really love this area because I've been coming here since I was three months old, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's always been kind of like a bit of a second home. Yeah, I've, I've always felt very comfortable here. Yeah. Um, what was your quarantine experience look like? What did that look like for you? We had a very interesting travel experience here. Tell us. So, yeah, so I traveled in on August 20th. Um, so it's a 
for people who don't know, it's about an average of six hour plane flight from coast to coast, but with layovers and three separate flights, it was, I want to roughly estimate a 10 hour travel to get here. Um, and then we did the quarantine for two weeks. So my mom, my twin and I traveled first across the border. And so we started quarantine on a Thursday, I want to say. And then my stepdad had to travel alone because of passport issues. Um, so eventually he was able to join us. And so we actually had to quarantine separately for the first week. And then we we're able to quarantine together for the second week. Um, after we're all like, okay, we're all symptom free. Cool. This is good. Um, and so we were quarantined for the two weeks. It wasn't too bad. We were in a pretty nice house. So we had lots of space. Um, so none of us felt totally cooped up because we also had a deck. So we were able to go outside and get some air. That's um, oh yeah, we were, we were pretty lucky. Like these Airbnbs that are available right now, um, are usually never available. Um, but they were this time, so we lacked out. So it wasn't that it wasn't actually a too bad quarantine experience. Lots of online shopping though. <laughs> <laughs> Works when you're starting university and you probably needed a bunch of things because you can't bring everything across the country. Oh yeah, it's it is something else to try to put, bring things across the board. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, before we dive into what your first month has been like, um, as I think we all know and we've all heard many, many times, um, this year has been quite different. The word unprecedented is thrown about a lot. Um, but what are three words that you would use to describe your first month as a UVic student? Ooh, hitting with hard questions. Um, <laughs> challenging interesting and I'm doing a compound word new things all right you are the second first year student I have interviewed uh for this podcast and you are the second person who has listed both challenging and interesting as <laughs> one of your three words so I'm sensing a theme. Um, to start us off, do you want to tell us what are you taking? What courses are you taking? And what does your course load look like this year? So I'm taking four classes this year. I am taking um, the human anatomy course. Um, for anybody, it's the EPHE 141 for anybody who goes by that. Um, and I say that one first because it is the most challenging course I am taking right now. Okay. Um, there's a lot of spatial awareness needed to do that. And it's um, very difficult when you can't get your hands on bones. I'll say that. Um, and then I'm taking biology, taking the 184 class. It's fascinating, um, but there's also a lot of work every week. Uh, I'm taking physics which is a very interesting course because there is no interaction with a professor component. It is all recorded videos, do the homework, Okay. you're done. So we don't get any of the you know, class interaction. And then I'm also taking the Math 102. I had to drop out of Math 100. It was too much all at once. Um, 
even though I've taken calculus before, I just cannot do it. Um, And it was a decision based on like, what do I want my grades to look like kind of thing. So I took math 102 and it's going okay, I think. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you think it's going okay, that's all that really matters. Yeah, I think, um, so I've been told there's a lot of grade inflation in the States. And so I'm used to very high grades. Um, And even in uni, there's a lot of grade inflation. Like once you're in university in the States, you're in even in some of the big names, MIT, Harvard kind of thing. Um, And it's very different at these unis, Uh, especially, I was not expecting it. Um, I've been told a very different story about um, universities back at home. Okay. (laughs) It's commonly said and this often I think scares first year students, um, but that like a 10% grade drop is not like unexpected or out of the normal when you go from high school to university. Yeah. It, it is supposed to get harder that like, if it wasn't, then you probably wouldn't be learning. Yeah, no, it's definitely harder. A lot of my friends, I say a lot, I have like friends, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> my three friends plus my twin um we're all at the point we're just like yeah we'll take a 60 it's fine um it's amazing how low our expectations have now dropped um and we're all very good students in high school so that's interesting so I think it also has to do with online learning and trying to deal with that along with harder material yeah it's almost a double shift this year you're getting used to university expectations and university course material, but also getting used to what is online learning and how does all of this work? Yes, yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, which course is your favorite right now? Oof. Uh, so anatomy is interesting. I actually like it that it's interesting. Um, just not loving the testing situation, but it's interesting. Um, and I'm learning a lot. And then bio is, you know, it's pretty cool. I've always enjoyed bio. Um, yeah, I'm in this weird combo where my classes simultaneously feel easy and also like the hardest thing I've ever done. (laughs) And it's a very interesting mix. Okay. Um, so you're taking four courses. And I assume all of them have lectures and assignments and studying requirements and there's tests and X, Y, Z. Yep. What does a typical day or a typical week look like for you? I'm going to go with the week question because my days are different every day. Um, I'm going to pull up my calendar because I don't remember my classes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Step one, so you're Monday... calendar. Oh, yeah. Um, for anybody listening, the timetable app. And the app store is a great resource. I highly recommend. Um, But Mondays are my chores, laundry kind of day. So I play catch up from the past week and I do a lot of studying. And then I just have a math course, which isn't too bad. Um, Tuesdays is kind of a busier day because I have my anatomy lecture and then followed by my anatomy lab. So that's a pretty long morning I end up having on Tuesdays and the rest of the day is just studying and more catching up and homework and that thing that kind of thing um 
And then Wednesdays, math, bio, anatomy, you know, they're pretty usual and not, although like my week, like daily kind of schedules, um, I'll have like two, three classes a day. What? Okay. One to three classes a day because Mondays. And then I have uh, my lab on Thursday for physics, more math, and my anatomy and bio um, on Fridays. And so it's just between classes. So I have my classes and then I'll be studying before and after. So, and then my breaks, I get teased for this one by my friends, but my, <laughs> my, my break that I do is go do dishes, make my bed. Right. <laughs> like, those are those are my breaks I go do chores and my friends are like wow you're adulting and I'm like yeah kind of <laughs> when you say you, when you take your breaks how long are those like are you taking 10 minute breaks just between switching tasks or are you taking longer breaks so in the morning I'm a morning person I get up at like 7 30 every morning and okay. so my breaks in the morning are like five or ten minutes and then as I get further in the day they start to get a little longer and a little longer and eventually hit like five or six o'clock and I've just hit what I'm gonna call my wall and I'm like and I'm done fair yeah so it's that's how I know I'm usually getting very tired when my breaks start getting longer my time for wanting to be on my phone gets longer I'm like my brain's just just slowly petering out so yeah no, that makes total sense. Um, yeah. Um, what study habits have you found to be really effective for you? Ooh, um, so this is actually one of my challenges right now is I'm learning how to study. Um, I was one of the students in high school that people didn't often like because I could go <laughs> and do a test without studying. Right. <laughs> um, which was fine in high school did not benefit me coming to uni I'll say that yeah so I'm I'm learning how to study again and it's been very challenging and that's one of my big stumbling blocks right now actually is figuring that out figuring out what what works in my brain and figuring out what works in my classes um so right now at least for anatomy I've found places I can um like online websites that have quizzes and stuff that I can work through um, because just using the material is not enough. I found that with a lot of my classes is just it just using the material given is never enough. I have to go find other sources. Um, so that's my big thing. And then usually for my like physics and math, it's usually just do the homework. And if I have any follow up things, I'll do practice questions. Right. And then bio is usually just just do the work. Like there's <laughs> enough work I have to do throughout the week um between lectures and the lab manual and the actual classes it's usually sufficient um they've, they've set the course up so that they're forcing you to study to get through by doing the work yeah okay yeah I wish it was a little easier to figure out the studying thing but it is much more challenging than I thought it was going to be <laughs> yeah I've often found that and you alluded to this, like each course can be a little different. So you think you take this series of four courses and you might think you have it all figured out. And then your next courses are different and you're like, oh, actually 
this doesn't work anymore. I need to try something a little different because these courses are very problem-based. So my lecture notes don't help any, like that strategy yeah. doesn't work anymore. Um, so it is a constant shifting, um, but it's great that like you are trying different things and you're not, I know there are some people who are like, this is how I study. And I'd like, this is just how it is. And this is the way that works for me. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, but is it? Is it the right way? Have you tried something else? Do you know that? Um, so yeah. it's good to know that you're trying different things. Yeah, I, I, I just know that note taking is usually just scratching the surface. It is never good enough for me. Um, it just doesn't work with my brain. I just, it doesn't input information the way it does for some people. Right. Um, Studying so is a very good way to start with um, and like underline stuff and go, okay, I have to watch a video on that or I have to watch a video on that other thing. Um, and that's usually how I end up doing stuff is because lecture notes aren't what I need <laughs> to say right. least, Yeah. Great. It's great that you know that. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you've tried and maybe you kind of answered this question a little bit, but is there anything you tried study habit wise that just hasn't worked for you? Um, other than the like lecture notes, I do the lecture notes because they can be helpful as a good starting point. But study-wise, I rarely go back and refer to them. Yeah. Um, sometimes I do, so especially if I'm like looking something up or like, I swear I did a lecture on this and I go and find the information. Um, what doesn't work for me is reading the textbook. Okay. And professors go, read that chapter. I'm like, that's useless to me. Like um, that information just does not stick in your brain or add to the lecture content for you? No, not usually. My way of learning, I can't read and learn. I have to listen, do, watch. Um, okay. Yeah, reading is usually not my not my strong suit. Okay. Again, as long as you know that, what, what we're going <laughs> to do is a great start. Which I find kind of ironic because I love reading. Like I'll <laughs> read books and novels and I'll consume them. It's just not the way I study. Not for a textbook. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so switching topics a little bit, I guess, how have you found ways to connect to your classmates and to your professors and sort of develop relationships in this online world? This is a tricky one. So the way that I've kind of met classmates is actually kind of on accident. Um, <laughs> between the comment section on Instagram, um or finding someone every once in a while I think I found a person or two on Brightspace or on Teams um but the lecture I will never find anybody to talk to you through there it's just too many people right. and it's also it's a different environment we're doing stuff doing things differently it's not the same in like classrooms where you can like hey and lean over to the person next to you you know figure out a studies thing um and then profs is a lot harder so I have not connected with my bio prof, my math prof, my physics prof, and I just talked to my EP, uh, my anatomy lab professor for the first time today. Okay. So the whole connecting with profs thing, um, it feels non-existent right now um, okay. for me. Yeah. Have they given you opportunities? Like, do they have office hours and opportunities to talk to them? So, yeah, so 
most have office hours. Um, it just happens that one of my two, one or two of my profs office hours happens to fall during class time for another class. Right. So that's, doesn't that doesn't help. work. Um, and uh, I haven't really attended the other profs office hours because um, sometimes they fall during times of the day where I'm, I have something else that I end up doing. So it's something I'm, I'm working towards adding to my schedule. It's just, I'm not there right. yet. Yeah. Totally understandable. Yeah. Um, so switching away from academics for a minute, you are living in residence, correct? Yes, yep, South Tower. South Tower, what has that experience been like? Um, I love this building. It is one of the newer buildings on campus. Um, for people that don't know, it's the bright blue one. Uh, <laughs> I think I might be the only blue residence building on campus. Um, it's near the construction, which I have to say, really obnoxious. When they, <laughs> when they, were, when they were knocking down the building, um, it was very loud every day. You would just hear like rocks falling to the ground or metal being torn apart or something like that. It'll be great um, in two years. Yes, no, it'll, it'll look amazing when it's done. It's just quite loud. Yeah. Um, but I love this building also because we have single bathrooms and single showers. Right. So I have a shower and a bathroom right outside my door, which is the best thing. <laughs> have you met other people from living in residence? Kind of. Uh, I've met a person or two kind of by running into people in the hallway, but I haven't made any friends to my residence. I actually end up making friends through um, Instagram, actually, which is kind of funny. I ended <laughs> up started talking to people over the summer. Uh, and then we became friends and I've been hanging out with them since. Okay, tell me how that started. Okay, <laughs> this is kind of a funny story. So, um, I uh, met my, one of my really good friends because she had followed me on Instagram because through, because she'd found a post that I had made and so she followed me and then I followed back and then we started chatting. Um, and eventually that turned into us getting to know each other and now I hang out with her and her best friend. So it was just like a random, you started a conversation and it turned into actual real life friendship. Yes. Yeah. That's, so, that's, that's so cool. That's one of my, I think my favorite things about social media is sometimes you feel like it's all just, I don't know, like it's all fake or it doesn't mean anything. And then you're like, no, I actually like made friends. And now they're my real life yeah. friend, which is always so cool. I never thought that would happen to me, and then it did, which is absolutely hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like magic. Yes. Um, have you found other ways of connecting to the UVic community beyond academics? Have you been able to get involved in clubs or other opportunities? <laughs> uh, have not worked that into my schedule. Um, okay. So I've been meaning to want. Yeah, so I've been trying to go to Pride 
the Uvic Pride Club for weeks. And my phone will go, hey, it's in 10 minutes. And I'm just going, but I'm doing something. <laughs> and so I have yet to make it. Okay. It will happen one week. It's one of those, I keep saying like, it will happen eventually. It's just because I'm like adding new thing, like a new thing in every week. And it'll eventually be one of the things I add in. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be there when you find the time when you're ready. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure they will love to have you. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. A final question for you. What is one thing that you have learned about yourself in the past month? I can live on my own. And it seems like kind of a, it, it, to me, it seems like kind of a basic statement. Cause it was one of the biggest anxieties that I had before I moved here was sure. being scared of moving 5,000 miles away from home, not being with my parents, um, remembering to feed myself, <laughs> which was a challenge for the first few weeks. I was like, I've, I was like texting my parents going, I remembered to eat lunch in like absolute celebration because you know, eating lunch sometimes gets forgotten. Um, yeah, so I'm like adulting and functioning on my own and I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, I think like you said, it, it sometimes it seems so simple but like, it's not. No, it really isn't. There, it's not, it's not a one thing. Living on your yeah. own is actually being able to do like 29,000 different things. Yep. Once when you feel like you figure that out, that is a pretty big deal. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the podcast today and share your experience. Um, it was really great to, to hear what you had to say. Yes, thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye. Bye.